Today we're talking police brutality victims get a star on the Walk of Fame. Whoopi Goldberg is now in the marijuana business, and an 11-year-old is making $11 million with Whole Foods. All that and more on This Week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Today. Hey, everybody. You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Dario Christian. We are in the house. It is April 1st, April Fool's Day. A lot of people don't realize that. It is. No, it's not tomorrow. Wait. April Fool's tomorrow. April Fool's. Gotcha. It's okay. I thought it was Friday earlier. You know what? I'm so used to our show going up on it Friday. Feels like it feels like a up. Friday. Exactly. Going down. All right. We got a great show today. Very exciting. And But first, I want to introduce my beautiful panel of hosts today, including Rachel True. Thank you for having again. me back again. Welcome, welcome. DJ Jesse J. Hello. And Courtney Why Stewart. The song, hello. No, you're hello. supposed to Oprah it. Hello. Hello. That was a welcome nice. Welcome to Courtney. Courtney. Hello. Give me a free car. <laughs> I just for a second there. That would be okay. Uh, that was nice vocals though, that yeah. you did. We, we I was feeling. Yeah, I felt like can. you should be on Broadway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you can audition for the Hamilton thing because you're you're I, a non-white. You can. There is no, they they would not be upset with you. They, That's they right. would be upset with me because I can't rap for shit. <laughs> I know we're saying like they'd be like get out. Right, right, exactly. I can sing in the choir. You can sing in the choir. I'm not the soloist. Well, we got a great show as I was mentioning. I want to talk about first the buzzer meter question, which is from last week do you believe the black Trump supporters we had a huge debate and conversation about that you guys voted 76% of you said no and 24% of you said yes you believe that, like, no, you know, that huge amount of difference between those two percentages? I mean, I was in the 24%, so. Yeah, I believe him, because then I honestly, when I thought about it, I was like, well, who's really going to be out here? Like, <laughs> you guys, so you believe those weren't actors? Yeah. Those were like really. I don't believe all of them were actors at all. I definitely gotcha. believe I got to, at first legit. I did, but then when I really sat and thought about it, I was like, you know what? Who's really out here, like. And just watching the basic news of some of the ridiculous people that yeah. do support Trump and how they're. I, I, I buy it. I think I, I I'm gonna stick with I, I think it was like a planned sketch. Yeah, I was in That's the. I take, put the 70, but I hear you. I, I was part of 76 percent and no. I th- I thought they were mostly actors. I just felt like I couldn't believe that they really believed some of the things that they were saying. But you know, to each his own. All right. I, I know this isn't on your thing, but can we just throw in a moment of Did Trump actually say? Because I didn't hear the yes, actual did. quote he did. <laughs> I know. I so I read it. Did. I didn't see it. Go I didn't actually see it. his speech. Yeah. But I think he, today I read something. That Trump says women who get abortions should be punished. I can't. Is that he said, did he really well, say he said that? it in reference to if it becomes outlawed? If it becomes that outlawed, there right. needs to be some sort. Why of would it become way, outlawed? Well, first of all, oh honey, there's a full movement. No, to I, know, I know, I know. There's been a full movement since they made it since legal. They made it, right. but it, it's gained some serious momentum, which is in also like, why that whole Supreme Court situation is a problem. It's super mm, duper yeah, duper important yeah. because listen, I do I completely believe in a woman's right to choose, and mm-hmm. I think there are laws in place so that it is not done too far into right. uh, a pregnancy and things like that. And I think to take that back would super be going backwards. Well, um, well wouldn't we be going back, backwards if Trump, Trump becomes president? To, so. kill him and I, put him in jail, so I wonder if it's going to be like open flogging. Oh, maybe it's like stockade 
things where you're like, Perhaps. I just had an abortion and now I'm in a stockade. Tomatoes. So that's, that's my idea for you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry to interrupt. Let's no, carry it's on with all the good. action. That's a very important thing to talk about. It's a true moment. It's a true moment. But today's Buzzword Meter question is, do you think that homeschooling is a good idea? We're going to talk about that today on the show. But before we get into the topics, I do want to give a shout out to you people because we ask every week for you to give us comments and ratings and, you know, give us feedback on what you think about the shows. We clearly know that you love Rachel True being a part yes. of our panel because everyone is just in love with her. Well, first of all, thank you guys here at this panel for being so lovely and generous and accommodating oh, and letting me join you. And thank you people on um, social media and Twitter and, and on YouTube for the comments. It's so nice. Like, I don't, I don't know. So thank, thank you for you. being so cool. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't know. So I didn't expect so anyone smart. to, um, you know, respond or even, uh, you know, have anything to say. So thank you for your comments and keep them coming for everyone. Yes, please Amen. do. Um, especially, is it Midnight Blue who is in, oh. or Midnight Black who's in love with Courtney? But that's what? another subject. So there's somebody on there. There's somebody. It may not be Midnight Black, but it's another subject. But it's somebody. There's a comment on there. They always, they always look for your beauty each week on the show. Oh, they, they check yes. in just for you. Maybe that's who's trying to dance with you at Mickey's that night. Stop. <laughs> that's right. So, But I want to give a shout out to KCJ, Abdul Hassan, Midnight Black, uh, Momo Big Show. Uh, shout out Momo. Momo. Uh, Tamney Anderson. And if I'm messing up anyone's name, I apologize. I'm doing the best I can. Off yeah, just how you pronounce that one? Yeah, we're going to get to that one. That's a different one. Uh, Richie uh, Mandingo. Oh. Hey, Mandingo. 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 Lay Lovable. Uh, I'm going to go with Rakia Knighty. Which, this person has tweeted me, um, and probably you guys, a few times. So thank you so much for watching Rick Knighty. Yes. <laughs> Whatever your name is. Yes. <laughs> tell us I, what your real yeah, name is. Yeah, why don't you do a tweet phonetically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, tweet is a phonetical tweet of your yes. name. Yes. Uh, uh, Abola. A B, is that an I? Abiola. 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 Oh, Ebola. You'd be, you be calling yourself Ebola. How, how would you pronounce that? Um... Uh, Awo Sanya. Awo Sanya. Mr. Black, OSU 624, The Right Stuff 14, and DJ CJ. So all you guys guys. continue to give us comments. We really do appreciate it. We really do take note to everything that you're saying and try and Mm -hmm. make the shows the best we can. As you keep saying, bring back Rachel. And what do we do? We bring back Rachel. No, thank you so much for, again, uh, you know, asking me, saying that on the the comments, that you would like me back. Yes. So yay. Yay for me. I just yayed myself. (laughs) Oh, no. You're like, okay, time for you to go, girl. Right. Yay for you. All right, we're going to move on to the trending topics with DJ Jesse J. So an anonymous group of artists uh, last week had um, wanted to shine some light on some of the uh, victims of police brutality. So they took some industrial strength glue and took to the streets of Hollywood and put the names um, of some of the past victims on the stars of, empty stars of Hollywood. With a logo of um, this group's movement. They're called the Underground Movement and uh, the picture is like this walking man with like mm-hmm. a case or something um, so uh, they were all posted and then a video got put up with uh, a Malcolm X speech mm-hmm. behind it and a day later um, someone had gone to go check to see if the stars were still there and they were um, except Mike Brown's name was uh, blacked out with spray paint and then two days later all of them were removed yeah. uh, by I guess the city right or whatnot. 
Well, the city's going to keep, keep removing. Yeah, that's sure. their job. Yeah. That's, that's someone's their job, job exactly. is to clean those things. So I'm not going to read anything into any of that. No. I think the group that did it is, um, you know, this is what people used to do is like make statements with things. It's art, non maybe. Right, it's right. Not I was just going to say it's like performance, performance art. art. It's an artistic performance. Right, and they're not hurting anyone. No. Obviously, the paint they use is removable, too. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think it's great they're doing this because is that we had um, I was here when you had Dale Galbodo yep. was that his name Galbodo I think I'm pronouncing yeah. it right who's on the um, OJ uh, mini series which is fascinating if you haven't watched it watch it but the one thing and he said I would take this away from watching that is um, perhaps OJ would not have been convicted if there wasn't a immense history of police uh, brutality and mm-hmm. violence against people, but especially African Americans sure. in, in this in California. So, well, America, but California specifically, because I'm we're almost done with the miniseries. And what I've learned is, even if OJ, they thought surely you're guilty. Basically, they had to free him because yeah. there was so much corruption yeah. in the police department that had nothing to do with OJ. And this now explains to me why OJ was <laughs> free because <laughs> I, 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 I was guilty. So the hashtag poor Marsha. Right. So <laughs> absolutely, it gives you a lot of empathy for Marsha. But anyway, I'm. I'm sorry to tie this back with now. Um, it just made me think of that because now when people are doing this, there's still a lot of pr- police brutality going on here. I mean, this is uh, the fact that we are still alive and walking right. and driving. No, but really, is is kind of incredible sure. with it how much with which we're targeting. I mean, the police were told to target um, uh, neighborhoods of people of color, not just black. I'm sure, but everybody, mm-hmm. people of everybody color, color. Yeah. Spanish, just target them, put them in jail, and that is why our jail rates are so high. So um, I'm glad. <laughs> that people are doing performance art, art yeah, statements I, and or just be, this is probably how they feel these people are heroes these yeah, people I mean, it, should it, be remembered it reminds me of kind of the back in the day when people would tag a lot you know and they still do tag actually I see a lot yeah. of that still going that's on. where a lot of uh, <laughs> serious movement uh, movements exactly. of art are taking place are with uh, graffiti and I, I felt nothing weird about the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce taking down the place I mean they have to do that I right, mean legally they have to do that and then I mean because they, they did say it was form of vandalism which I which actually, it is it is mm-hmm. technically um, now I know that the piece all, all the little pieces had um, Malcolm X music playing as well yeah. in the background correct so, well no it was his speech it was, it was his, speech. his speech right right I love it because I thought it was almost instead of saying okay let's go towards the government it's saying Hollywood right shine some light on this right. these are the these are the stars but you're making you're what are you what are you making them out to be because it's like almost as if they're just a number it's not even like these names matter at this point anymore in Hollywood but it right. just it just occurred to me that even if they did a movie of the week about police brutality it would be about like the white person who saves the black oh, yeah. people who were killed you know what right, I mean right, it would right, be told exactly. through someone white's eyes right. so a like, lifetime movie but you know what right. I mean uh, like the white Reese Witherspoon yeah. the head of the black. underground movement is Ex- like some <laughs> 76-year-old white woman. Exactly. How's it going? But hopefully, like, these stories, you were right. These people who are anonymous and just another person Mm -hmm. was killed. It's not just another person was killed. It matters. um, They all all matter. And this is the one of the few times all live matters can be said when not not be detracting from anything. (laughs) No, because every every one of these anonymous people who disappear that we don't know about, Mm -hmm. all their lives have mattered. Um, They just happen to all be black here. So, hey. They didn't get a chance to be a star. Yeah. That's right. That's and right. I like that they picked the stars because I mean really I don't know that it was really any commentary for me at least to Hollywood if not to because the masses of random tourists that we love so much that hang out by the wall. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That will notice and right. see the names and sort of 
hopefully internalize the thing. You, we, we're, you know, wanting to put these stars in infamy and, like, remember all these people for their artistic contributions to Hollywood, but maybe yeah. we should also be remembering the people that I loved it. are I died lo- in the I, streets I for yeah. no reason to change our culture. There's one on Wilshire that I always remember, and it has nothing to do with Hollywood, but it's a Jesus Christ one. Mm. And it's right in front of one of the churches that they have there, and I just, yeah. um, it just there, is, there isn't a monument here in Los Angeles for the victims of no. crimes like this, is there? No, I'm aware of. No. Gotcha. That would be something I think would be <laughs> That great. would be interesting. And then, you know, people wouldn't be defacing this. But right. but even then, a monument, by the way, does not, it does not solve uh, no. the people, these people's families who are left behind. It people to be like, that's so anti-police. Oh, I guess oh. people would say that. But again, I always stand by, like, I'm not anti-police. <laughs> I'm anti-corrupt police or sure, anti-police yeah. who's looking to put yeah. a, a black man in jail for a woman in jail for absolutely no reason. But um, the police are super helpful and hopefully through movements like this and people being aware. Like, the other thing is, though, with cops, how much do they get paid? Like, 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 here's teachers, the thing. If I was, the right, if I was a cop, I think I'm a pretty honest person. Also, I get caught when I do anything wrong, so I kind of just have to do the right thing in my life. That's what I learned when I was very young. But if, if I was a police officer and, no, really, I'm sorry. I was a police officer and I'm being paid, I don't know, $30,000 a year, and I live in a city where you need to make minimum sixty to actually right. be able to pay a rent, not mm-hmm. a mortgage even, but a rent. I do understand why people end up on the take or whatever it yeah. is, yeah. you know, um, doing semi-illegal things. And once you start doing a small illegal thing, I suppose that's when it ramps up and you start, you get okay with big things. But if we only pay our teachers and, and civil servants, we only pay them this much. This amount of money. How yeah. can we not expect them to look for a little something, some, you know, out, outside mm. of their normal pay? Well, also now we're just in a, a world of I mean, reality TV where it's like fast money. Everything appears to be bigger than what it is in life. So I think that just people's expectations on mm. the amount of money that they make now, no matter what city you're in, is higher. You, you seen know? that? Uh, and they're going to do whatever they can do. Shades of Blue? Yeah, no, Shades of Blue. No, I haven't. It's very dirty. It's very dirty. It's basically dirty law, and yeah. law and order, but like the dirty, dirty cops of law and order. Oh, they do a really good job. It actually, like, because there are times That's where I watch Law and Order where I'm like, everyone's not going to want, like, it's right there. No one start like, right, right. JLo goes there. Yeah. Ray, Ray Liotta, uh, they do. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. We'll and they also out. have the hashtag Black Lives Matter around this oh, yep. as well. Yeah. So. That's great. Yeah. That's uh, great because that is something worth keeping alive. That Black Lives Matter yeah. should not disappear. It's like we wouldn't have this hashtag if our Black Lives didn't matter for hundreds right. and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years in this country. Ooh. I just really want to know what uh, what actors they put over it. Like, well, who were the actors? They didn't like one. Oh, well, they were blank. Now that okay, would have been I, d- I thought it was over actors. So that, okay, no, so I that actually respect them a lot for doing Two it over blank, blank ones. Because okay. then you're could, not disrespecting right, Desi Arnaz, yeah. you know, right. senior. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. I, was, I, I thought it was over like, You just bring in other people into this. What does Mae West have to do with Black Lives Matter? They would have found everyone would have been like. Everybody would have been an uproar for that. Okay, so. It's like there's heat on in here, by the way. I'm shivering. You are I'm not. Literally, this girl, I'm you know not what? If kidding, I could give so you cold. some of my body fat so that you could stay warm, I would, girl. Like, seriously. Oh, That's literally like this. Well, you do look mad cold. Maybe I'm you're underneath the air cold. conditioning. Like, I don't know why. Girl, really? maybe we need to make you some tea. Or maybe we need to make you some whoopie Goldberg. You need some whoopie Goldberg. I have some hot water. You need some whoopie Goldberg tea. So, whoopie. I do. I do. I do. I do. She is lending her name and some finances to the marijuana world. So the medical marijuana world, let me say that. 
So basically, and she came out to say that uh, when she was going through, you know, having like her woman days and cramps and Why whatnot, are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Well, because huh? I wasn't going to look at you. <laughs> no, I can't help you, Because I'm pouring sweat and I'm really hot right yeah. now? I don't know. You know, for those tough <laughs> times. It's totally normal. Uh, y'all going to go through it. For those it, warm so and tingly moments. <laughs> you know. Whoopi's here for you. Who's here for you, girl? Well, she's not here yet, but she will be within the next, the next two couple weeks. weeks. Oh, so weeks. basically, she said, you know, I was going through these cramps. I would, you know, roll up a little something, or I would put it a little. It works for cramps. It does. Yeah, girl, it works for headaches, depression. But isn't it interesting <laughs> that now they're like, we cures everything, and for oh no, it's the devil. Double it's the devil's double. drug. And now, it, oh, and it does cure a lot of things. I used some of the tuna patch of eczema. I had it went away. Really? Yes. And they, they have studies on that. It works for that. Why was it so hidden all these years? Because y'all wanted to put black people in jail for smoking some damn weed. Right. <laughs> well, and they didn't. Ha- they they keep saying they don't have a way to really regulate they it. Don't because, have to I mean, it, right. it's so. You get a couple seeds, girl. You it's can, a can, weed. Whoop. But th- I think Whoopi Goldberg throwing her voice and money behind this is actually great because there's been studies about um, a lot of black people uh, were put in jail for dealing a little weed here and there. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if they were caught with it, we make up a lot of the people in jail for that. We do not make up the people making money nope. on the sales of marijuana right now. This no. is pretty much a uh, white kind of thing. And Which I'm is not, a $4.2 billion But, what, but here, dollars. tell me this. Billion why dollars. is it that? Is it that we don't have the capital to put to down? Buy to buy get some it's, farms in well, Colorado? Because yeah. I was looking for a group of friends to like go but in on. It's <laughs> worth it because no, one of the biggest I don't know nothing about it, was like it but Nick I was Lachey Yeah, and, that was in Ohio. Nanette Lepore, the clothing designer. Nanette Lepore was one mm-hmm. of the owners of one of those farms. Yeah. And it didn't pass there, yeah. but again, these are white people making money. Well, what? Well, well, you guys want to go in on a farm? I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I know the grower, too. You do? I just was like, I need somebody that's knowledgeable. We're all going to all right, let's see I'm working on my own strength. Whoopi, if you need some more people to help you, we I'm here. So, the brand is called Whoopi and Meyer brand. It's her and her daughter. It'll be in California only. You have to have a medical card to get it. She said, the thing about it is I want to go slow with it. Because I don't want it to come off like a joke. Mm-hmm. She said, right. I do use this for medicinal purposes, <laughs> sure. yeah. and I really want the, the people to understand what this is. It's not yes. just for recreational purposes, and there are actual benefits from using medical marijuana. So I like that she's taking that approach. I just think, with the, and then obviously uh, this fall in California, voters are going to be able to vote Voting again. for recreational use, and they think that this year it's It'll actually going to pass. Uh, Snoop Dogg is also someone who has a, yep. he just started his website. MaryJane.com, yep. M-E-R-R-Y, J-A-N-E. Bob Marley's family, obviously. Well, yeah, but uh, Red Man and Method Man just bought into an app and a few stores too where they can basically tie everybody together so that way because it's hard it really is hard to like figure out what stores are legit Mm -hmm. what stores aren't and you go into one that looks legit and they still will check your card and it's not and there's a raid or something like you can get in trouble trouble for that so I think that Redman, Methman, Snoop they're trying to stop (sighs) that kind of stuff can we just make it federal you know what I mean across the country I mean with the amount of money that it's making I can't believe that well they can't control it that's why like they don't it's too easy for it to get out of hand 
We don't kill. Liquor kills. Well, you know. Well. There's um, arguments against There it. is arguments against I, it. Weed is definitely, again, not for everyone. Shouldn't be no. smoked all the time. But honestly, it's like a weed that grows on the side of the road. So the fact that it was not legal forever was ridiculous. It's like also, a dandelion. It's like a dandelion. Also, hemp, um, once you <laughs> got, once you um, banished that suit. plant, a lot of riverbeds, they used to use it, it would naturally kept riverbeds together. So the sides of the river don't erode and all the dirt goes, in, you know, it kept the riverbed together. And that was one of the main things that hemp did. So once we banned that, uh, a lot of rivers collapsed back in the day, y'all. Yeah, they did. So, no, that's a fact. You'd have messed up the rivers. We just wanted some rivers. But yeah, right. I, I personally feel like it's just weird that it has to be um, gone th- through the government anyway. Like I, it's a, it's a plant that you don't even have to do anything to. It's not like poppy where you got to take that and yeah, process it. I have it. no yeah. idea how you actually turn poppy into poppy is what opium, opium. or heroin opium. or opium, opium. opium. which also is heroin. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm not a hard drug girl clearly, uh, but I do think that. Marijuana is or lovely. Is I agree. I use it for anxiety. Yeah, me that's too. the truth. That's like she's she's got an assortment of different products too. She's got a, a, got a lip balm. A, yeah, but you guys don't understand like chocolate, a balm? sipping you chocolate, sipping chocolate, a bath soap is better than coconut soap. oil. For cooking, yeah, for it's cooking. good for your hair. Oh my god, is it because hair. I want to do um, a blog post where I try it out for my hair? I no, think it's supposed to be even better. I used to actually, but this, um, better. in September, if you want to go to the Reggae Fest, that's how I found out all about this. They give out free samples. It's down by UCLA. Yeah, it's amazing. They give you free samples for hair stuff. Like I but was I locked try, up on hemp for like. I want to try CBD oil on my mm. hair compared to hemp. I'm curious if that has other nutritional benefits for the hair. So, but CBD oil is really. Expensive. Expensive. So if someone wants to donate some to me to try out on my locks, send it all down. GoFundMe account. <laughs> right, there you go. That's what I was going to say. Do the GoFundMe. Rest in peace, big hands. Um, okay, and before we go on, I just want to say one other thing, but TMZ, speaking of Snoop Dogg, TMZ just caught him because Roscoe's, Roscoe's is, going bankrupt. is going bankrupt, which makes, that sounds a little fishy. It's a little shady. Like, y'all always, sound shady? Why? Yeah, you got, you got you expensive and overpriced chicken. You got lines out the door all the time. bankruptcy all the time to protect their stuff. I mean, just... Oh. So you don't really think that they're gonna go? I mean, I, mean out of I, I don't know that they're going out of business, but they could have some financial troubles. Like, don't get it twisted. Just because they, it seems expensive. Like, it's not cheap to keep a restaurant running, well, especially no. in Los Angeles, but California. I, I but I'm with Jesse though. They always do have lines out the door all the time yes. at both locations. And it's don't go way on a Sunday. Overpriced. And it's super overpriced. But I don't that's think it's that overpriced. I don't chicken or waffles. Chicken is right now. Like legit. Like unless you get insanely inflated chicken. Silver Lake for a cheaper price. I'm just saying. But they're also but, going on their brand. Like, they're Roscoe's, so they're allowed to play on that I thought bit. someone won a suit against them and took their money. Oh. Am I wrong about See, that? that could be why. I, I don't know about that. Somebody... But either or, this is what the exciting part of all this Snoop is. Snoop Dogg on set. So Snoop Dogg was walking on TMZ because he walked into the conversation. He was like, wait, what, what happened? <laughs> they were like, Roscoe on business. He was like, what? Yeah, all right, he's well. Like, he's like, I'm going to have to come on help them out. Oh. So Snoop Dogg might... <laughs> have a situation oh, with Roscoe. So are they going to have a Snoop Dogg platter? Too? Uncle like, Chef's <laughs> And you should be able to smoke Uncle a Snoop's weed Snoop's right there at the table, table after table. your waffles and chicken. Yeah, so. what is it? <laughs> the Whoopi and Maya brand. <laughs> Do you know, a million years ago when I was on a show, um, I was on a show and primarily everyone on the show is black, right? And we did a network thing one day with all the other shows. I'm not going to say, no, it wasn't, okay. but I'm not going to say which one because it's, anyway, long story short, we had a promo day and um, the black people, they, they brought us watermelon and chicken and waffles 
waffles, which, you know, most of us were actors, and we were like, we can't eat that, we can't yeah. eat, we can't. The white people got sushi. Wait, what? They got sushi and, like, fancy fruit, like, you know what I'm saying? They got them fancy. I don't think they would do that today, but this was, you know, a while back in the day. And we were like, you know what? We want sushi, too. We don't want, like, this, it was, like, a t- tired piece of watermelon, and, da, da, da. and they were, mm. they apologized, by the way, the next day, but I did think it was kind of interesting. I was like, is back in the day, like, it was 1954. <laughs> And, and, Boy, and your chicken. hand is so cold. What kind of meal plan is that? That's so strange. Could you imagine us I'm sitting here? First of all, if they did that to us, first of all, automatically. I'd be like, that's switch. so racist. Well, we would probably sweat. <laughs> that's a little bit what happened, though, because we were like, you. should we be offended? We're kind of offended. Because, you know, we are actors, we don't eat waffles, but y'all really like that chicken. So it was, you know, I mean, it's one of those stereotypes that's true. Like, one time when I first moved here, I went to a party. I'm eating watermelon in the kitchen. My friend is eating watermelon and chicken. And then this white person walks in, and we had to be like, you got us. That's not <laughs> right. what I mean, what do you said. say? What do you because say? Because it was true. It was like yeah. so much watermelon and chicken between the two black people at the party. Right. And it was like, you're right, white people. We do love this shit. Love I mean, what do shit. we do? We love <laughs> it. it is what it is. But the white folks do too. Yeah, they I do shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will fuck up a bucket of chicken. Especially the southern white people. I don't even like, eat chicken anymore. Southern oh, white people. Oh, southern. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, that's not. I thought you said the son of the white people. I was like, what does that mean? The son of the white people. Son of the white people. You guys, so you guys did a, you guys did a juice fast back in the you said in December, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We, you, we try we try to forget about that, Rachel. Why are you bring that did up? Did you right know? Because I'm, I'm so no cranky no and whacked out from like eating so little. Like I'm I'm building up to a major juice fast. So I did super reduced count juices, 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 except for like half of like three ounces of fish and a little bit of lettuce. And I'm so I'm crab. sorry. What? I'm so crabby and hungry <laughs> right now. Oh. See, I did Tony Robbins, and he makes it so you really only eat one time That's a day. That's what I'm saying. It's but not what? not a crazy felt, thing that I'm doing. More energy than I've ever had. He's also a male. He right. also has testosterone. He's That's also true. doing some other whatever. He's younger oh, than all of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing yeah, it. I ain't like, doing all that. Uh, reduced like, oh. calorie works. <laughs> I wish. Like, reduced calorie works <laughs> like, oh, for me to jumpstart what my exactly metabolism. Is Jesse doing? That's what why I'm doing about? it. What are we talking about? Okay. We're going back to the subject. How do we get on this? All right. Wrong show. Wrong day. Courtney, what you doing? I'm over there. Courtney's over there. I have no idea. Courtney's over there. Talking about what Jesse does. So, but by the way, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. To speed up my metabolism. Like, like, younger. Metabolism. Like, <laughs> I would like to say that if, if, if Whoopi Goldberg is watching and she needs any help with her weed line, we are all if here you'll, to yeah, serve if you'll you. Take small we are here. Oh, I'm more of like a, a, a testing. Like if you need a focus group, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm you, got, you got your team right here. All right, we're gonna move on to the next subject. The next subject. <laughs> Um, that. Which also involves black folks, but in a different way. Well, I would hope so. Because it is Black Hollywood Live. We gotta yes. talk about black people, so we're gonna talk about what our you know buzzer meter question of the week is. Why is everybody laughing? I'm laughing because the sign over there. But then. Okay, so we have very very important things to discuss, you guys. Yes. Serious so, tone face. Yay! Black people are turning towards homeschooling. 
like sort of suddenly in the last few years. Is that a yay higher though? rates. I think it's I personally think it's a big yay. But mm, I have um, an so with you on basically that. there oh. isn't a whole lot of um, information on who's homeschooling, how they're homeschooling, and that kind of thing, because homeschooling is just sort of really, I mean, it's been in the country for a while, but like it's really starting to kind of grow and take root in the last few years. So the research is a little spotty, but there's a professor by the name of Ama Mazama. Is that really how you say it? I mean, I think so. <laughs> it Maybe it's a, Ama Mazama. I'm I not like sure. it. That's a happy name. Ama Mazama. It's like Akuna Matata. She's a professor of African American <laughs> Studies at Temple University, and she's sort of been looking at what's going on with the homeschooling environment in African American communities, and it's actually growing right now. And technically, I mean, it's growing, but it's still very small. So, right. of approximately, the guess is there's about two million homeschoolers across the country. They say about five to ten percent of those are black families and black children. Um, But the interesting thing that she found out was that the reasons for black families doing homeschooling versus black. (laughs) You were going to call us the blacks, were you? I wasn't going to call you the blacks. I was waiting to find out what was about to call us. I heard the blacks are doing homeschooling now, you guys. I was about to say black folks and then I tried to pull it back in. Okay, so the black people... The people that are the blacks, however you want to call it. People de negro. Those negro. Us negroes. The negroes. negroes. Are homeschooling for very different reasons than white families. Uh, Most white families, the number of reason they're homeschooling is because of religion. And the reason this is interesting is because black people, like, you couldn't find religion basically on their top five list as a reason why they're homeschooling, which is strange because actually black people I in this country really, yeah, I think it's really strange. Strange. the most exactly. religious yeah. subculture Absolutely. in this country. We go to church the most. We spend, Do we still? Really? Yes. By number of black we, people. I mean, not me. Black like. folks. <laughs> I go to church sometimes online. <laughs> Sorry, mom. She says sometimes online. Okay, online. Can, okay, can, most times online. You can go to church online. Absolutely. Yeah, she's she drinking communion. She drinking juicy juice. No, I'm just I am really? drinking. My, I do take my communion <laughs> online when I'm sitting there, and I'll eat my little. I'll you get your own and, wafer. Where do you find the body of Christ? Except Courtney's communion juice is is tequila. Okay. Yeah. Girl, in here with animal crackers and some juicy juice. And sometimes might be animal crackers. Oh, it can be whatever. And sometimes (laughs) tequila. It just needs to be a cracker. Is it a lamb? It is never tequila. I I would not drink during church. Okay. It sometimes is a nugget of bread. Bump all of y'all. Anyway, black people are homeschooling. The number one reason they're homeschooling is because of racism. Yeah. Um, Surprise. Well. Not surprised. For our white viewers out there or non-black viewers, there you go. But here's what I'm going to say. You guys may disagree, but this is my biggest problem with homeschooling is that to me it's but not I a sense of reality. It's it's not a reality to me. Even if even by black us as black people taking our kids up of, of school because of racism, okay, does that mean your kid's never going to leave the house? Oh they, can still, they can still walk down the street. Do you understand what homeschooling they, is? Yes, I know what homeschooling is. Do you know what homeschooling <laughs> programs do? There are yes. some amazing homeschooling programs. I'm that not saying actually, there aren't amazing The whole point programs. of homeschooling is that you do some of it in the home, but you have the option often, multiple times a week, to get into groups and do amazing things that public schools do not allow at all anymore. You get to travel. There's programs with people across the world that you can travel to other countries if you can afford to, to work in other Even groups. Even if you can't afford so to. So if you it. are really, and most of the people that are homeschooled, like the desire is to elevate the education, not to bring it down. So are these the majority of the programs that you're talking about? For the, is that an exception to the rule? Or no, is that, that the is majority? not an exception oh, wait, to the rule. Or is that the majority? 
I mean, I can't speak for white folks or whatever, but I, the most <laughs> the mo- programs that I've heard about and know about, and I have friends that have looked into homeschooling because a lot of times our kids are actors and things like that, and they want to see what that's options di- are that's available. Different, yeah. It's not different it's not. because those programs are equally available across the country, and with the web I being to, what I it is, I hope the programs are better than the homeschooled actors I know because we are not the brightest <laughs> tools in the well, shed. Well, some of them sometimes. are like, cause, well, but seriously. that's different because you guys are like studio teachers and things like that, so it's a little bit different. But you actually have, and you don't have the time sometimes when the you're a child actor to like true. go and do these other things. I, listen, I'm with you on this. I'm actually a huge fan of um, better education. So mm-hmm. I think you will get a better education. But I understand your point too, which is socialization. Socialization. And also, white people aren't ever going to get used to us if we, if we, ain't not if in school we take with ourselves out of our own Exactly. Of That's what I'm saying. It's, but it's guys. not real. No, I, just feel I like know, it's but not we're, not only we're only 13% of the population, so take away five. Now that the schools, you know, let's say 5% of homes, there's only 8% right. black people in the schools. It's going to go back to segregation to a certain exactly. extent. But, 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 I think that's a big but slippery I, slope leap. It is. It is. No, I straddle the line between what you guys say because no. I was a kid who um, actually I loved learning. I loved reading. I would have. Lo- I used to beg my parents to send me to boarding school. Please send me to boarding school. And they're yes. like, "Who do you think you are, child?" <laughs> I was like, "Nobody." Re- you know, we didn't have the money to go to boarding right. school. Is the truth. But homeschooling, I think, would have given someone like me the education I would have enjoyed because I had lots of subjects, and you can teach people that it not because there are kids in the American school system now learning that. Columbus discovered America, period. And isn't he awesome? And that's it. Final sentence. There's no more exactly. on that. Now, um, Columbus is, was, we should still talk about him, but it's we 2000. No, we still should because America. he did find America. He found somewhere. For the, he found somewhere. But it wasn't America. We, and when you're homeschooled, you can learn, yes, this was great that Columbus got lost and found America, but here's what he did to the indigenous people and brought them out. And those exactly. things need to be taught. Sure. So I, I'm exactly. totally with Which you. Which is actually the argument of one of the families that she was evaluating, the Kirksey family. She was saying that her biggest problem with the public school system was one, her son was actually at a black school with majority black students, but most of the teachers were white doing the best that they can for the most part, but what she noticed is how their behaviors were very different towards black boys. That's true. And her son was um, his her son specifically said the teachers weren't very well they said they discipline black boys and girls and there are some teachers that uh, go above and beyond and then there are some teachers that because of what they get paid they treat the job like they work at, like they work at McDonald's so yeah. they just here's the book this is what we're gonna go over I just sat down with Proswell from the Fuji's the other day uh, here at Black Hollywood Live and yeah and he did a documentary <laughs> on Haiti and I can't even believe, first of all, that I sat through that hour and 45-minute documentary like it was 20 minutes. It was one of the most fascinating documentaries ever. And I said to him, I was like, this is the type of stuff that needs to be put in school. There was history that I didn't even know that should have been in my history book. Agreed. And I think it was... No, because our, our history is very whitewashed. Yeah. I mean, it's very well, told from absolutely. a very homogenous um, white man's point of view. But I also so, went to those- school with a somewhat... Well, I didn't go to school, excuse me. I... I Worked at the Boys and Girls Club, with, and I used to look over this kid who was homeschooled. And his mother made sure, at 2.15, he left the house, he was at the Boys and Girls Club, he was interacting with kids. Because I know that there can be some kids who have social issues when they get homeschooled, but she was making sure he, he was on the soccer team. He was on the school soccer team yeah. at that. So but I, I feel like that, that stigma about the kids not being socialized enough and that kind of thing comes from... 
white families that were homeschooling for the like purpose Mormon-y of religion, kind of yeah. stuff. and they were trying yeah. to keep their kids separated <laughs> in that regard. Yeah. But I don't think that. But is you know, my big thing is most Americans. I'm watching TV, and it seems like a lot of Americans aren't that bright. Well, I'm going to agree. Well, with that's a different subject. I know, but these are the people who are going to be teaching. Well, girl, the homeschool. But no, 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 no. Those are the people that will continue to send. Them. That's the thing. Those are the people that will continue to send their right, kids right, to school. Right, right. Because don't, don't get it twisted. Everybody, mama, don't want to homeschool their kids. She's going to be like, I don't want to. No, I don't no, want to see you. I, okay. for eight hours a day. I, I will agree with you, Courtney, with, with what you're saying about some of the programs. There are some exceptional programs and, with homeschooling and that they get to travel and those type of things. But the, the reason <laughs> for this particular article was about racism. And it wasn't that's, for the reason for the article. That was the well, reason, the for, reason that for that particular family. Yeah, because this other family saying that her reason is that they're not teaching black history. They're not teaching and, black and history. I, where, I, where I grew up, the natives... In that town, we're like, I ain't gonna go to school, and you gotta tell me, Christopher Columbus. Where, where, where did you live in Canada? Where Girl, did you grow up Mashpee, in? Massachusetts, on Cape Cod, where Christopher Columbus hit Plymouth. But I thought Rock. you lived at your Canadian. Then we all. Girl, why no, do I make that's fun of you in a Canadian sounds. accent? You yeah, always have a Canadian accent. I thought this motherfucker was Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm that, and not. Exactly. All right, fine. You're from America. I'm oh. from America. He is American. I grew up with the Wampanoags. But yeah, they used to say the same thing. A lot of them get tra- uh, home, they, not homeschooled because they have a, a tribe, they have a, their own schooling where they teach them because they're like, you're, we're not going to a school where you're, literally the book in here right. celebrates this man. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So. Oh. Okay. Thank you, well, God. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> God that just being spoke said, to us. Everybody gets to choose whatever they choose. Yes. Public school or we, homeschool, we, whatever you want You know what? In the do. comment section this week, please yeah, let us know what you guys think. Are you team homeschool or team not team homeschool? Team homeschool or not homeschool? Oh, vote. Or vote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah vote. There or you go. Vote. The buzzer question. All right, we're going to move on to our EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. All right, so we are moving on without music today. I love it when I hear the you EUR Web music. Story Spotlight we music, We don't need though, music. Nobody got time right, for that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, this, this, marks, this year marks the 21st <laughs> year since the O.J. Simpson trial. We've obviously seen on FX that yes. we have the um, Ryan Murphy series, People versus O.J. Simpson. Well, you know, we've always, always been kind of, I feel, in a lot of ways, one-sided of what was really going on inside of the courtroom. There, there's not been a lot of voices for African Americans that have come out and said, you know, what was going on with the jury, what was going on really physically with the with the entire team there, outside of what mainstream America have told us. But there is a young man, or not a young man, a man by the name of uh, Haywood Galbreath. Haywood Galbreath, breath, if I'm pronouncing yes. that correctly, um, he wants to set the record straight. He recently sat down with E.R. Webb and he. He is a a photographer um, who was actually one of the only few African Americans who was actually let into the courtroom. So he was able to document. He was a the lot. first. He uh, was the first. Yeah. Actually. First one. Uh, African American uh, who was photographer, photographer that was allowed to the courtroom. Oh, what year? Oh, in OJ Simpson. Wait, that but ninety four was the first time a black person was. Oh, they was gave the, you fried chicken and watermelon yeah. in two thousand. I just girl. hate this country sometimes. <laughs> no, no, I really do because like for someone no, like no, no, me, I have a lot of denial, went, no, no, and it's went, good for me to wake up no, and re- realize like no, this is the truth. No, but before you even get angry, let me let me show you what the things that he said was told to him. So he sat down recently with Eur Webb and. He basically was giving his information on what happened to him and, and kind of being one of the false photojournalists in the courtroom. Um, he says, one, he says that Americans were misled by the trial by white media, which I think that we 
can agree in a lot of ways with that without actually even knowing that information. Uh, he says that black press was treated with great disrespect. For example, he said photog- photographers and journalists would tell him he should not be allowed in the courtroom and requested him to show his qualifications when other non-African-American journalists were allowed to freely do whatever they wanted to yep. do yep. and go to crime sites with you know and and go to Bundy Drive where the the um, murder took place and there was no questions asked. He also said that security tried to have him thrown out of the courtroom several times because of same thing, qualifications. They felt like, you know, who's this black man in here who's, you know, trying to take these photos and all this type of thing. So he said um, he went through a lot of things that he, he felt that mainstream media has not relayed that story to its perplexity of what it should be known for. And he also said this, white media didn't want him him there, but he was able. He was the only person to capture a picture of O.J. Simpson smiling during the preliminary hearing, which later was published all across yep. the world. Mm-hmm. He says that the case should never have been a case because it was a dirty case. He said that there were so many things that were being tampered with with this case, which once again we kind of known that information. But he said that it's been that the a lot of things were tampered with that we just weren't even exposed to half the things that really should have been seen because black press was just underrepresented during this trial. Yeah, he also said it basically what you said. He said even if OJ, he was like, I can't say that OJ was innocent because, you know, of what was shown. What was he presented. Said, but at the end of the day, there was there is no case because it was the, the trump of what white media does to... And not just white. Well, not white. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was what, what the police and everyone right. at that yeah. time was were doing to what had been the status quo of the police right. department exactly. was to target African Americans and I'm sure Spanish people like and no. even just if not rougher. In did this you guys watch country. this week's episode? I did. I yeah. Watching that it made me think to myself. I was like, it sucks because honestly, when you really take a step back, it's poor Nicole because. It really is Pornicle and Ron. And Ron, let's not leave them out because I understand now why those families were so like, what the F is happening here? Because it was always a circus around the police and OJ and nothing was done. We still don't know who killed these people, right? Or actually, and it seemed, it honestly seemed like no one really cared. No one, I know. That was the most shocking thing. It sucks, but then it it brings us to a Mike Brown. It brings us to today, you know, in, in that sense of it. So. It's just, it was just really an but, interesting sometimes episode. Sometimes I know I end up sounding like like the other day when we had the chef here, and she's like, you didn't know that about the police department or the, the prisons? And the thing is, I do, but I don't because to, honestly, and I think for me, when I moved here, which was a month after the Rodney King riot, mm. so before OJ, but a month after that, there was a certain amount of like, sure I had to keep here. this like yeah. this. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. if I really took in everything that was going on, yeah. I never would have stayed in Los Angeles, <laughs> right. first of all. I wouldn't have made it as an actor. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the confidence you have to have to pump to yourself focus. up to keep yeah. going. Sure. Absolutely. That's because I was young. Now You're I'm, a humanitarian. Well, for sure. I'm just saying, but now I'm an adult, so yes. now those blinders don't need to be on. You know, and they've been coming off, and they've been coming off, and that's what's great about me doing this, and we can discuss these topics because when I watched the 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 mini series, I went, oh, like I said, I completely understand why they let a probably guilty man go free because of all this other stuff. So sure. they did it to themselves, like they, the yeah. California created OJ and let him yeah. out all because of the corruption that was going on here. And let's not forget that we had Sheriff Lee Baca, right? <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. You know, and that was not that long. How long ago was that? A couple of years that Lee Baca, that whole thing happened. 
happened. Was it even? Yeah, yeah, it's not even. Yeah. But like, it's still all. It's still super corrupt. And again, I get it. I mean, it's a shit job. I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't mean I, you're a hero for doing that kind of job exactly. if you do it correctly and you do it to protect people. But it's a really hard job. So I kind of get why people go a little nuts in it. But sometimes I, I, I still am looking for my forty acres and a mule. To be honest, because uh, this well, shit. Keep looking. I'm searching too. We're, I know, but I know that's like a joke. But the thing about that is, like, if everyone was a landowner and had a little bit of money in their yes. pocket, then maybe things might be a little different by now. The, I know it's not going to happen. It's funny you say that because the best thing that I ever heard in terms of history and sort of how history affects the present is one class I took. I'm sorry, I'm taking time at Northwestern. Um, God, his ma- name just went out of my brain. But there was a professor there that did um, American history to 1865. And so basically, 1865, y'all, that was the end of the that war, the end of Civil slavery. War, yeah. and we moved into Reconstruction, and Reconstruction obviously got changed because Abraham Lincoln was killed. So anyway, he did a whole lecture on had Abraham Lincoln survived and gotten through Reconstruction, what he thought the politics, the world, and things would have looked like, and he did an entire 90-minute lecture really? just on how the things politically that were happening, the 40 acres and a mule Which thing. Which I'm aware it was simply the- a campaign <laughs> promise. It didn't yes. mean they were yeah. actually going to give people even then yes, 40 acres and a mule. but even if they gave a portion uh, one of acre. that... If we were landowners, because exactly. I it would have changed. It would have changed so, so many things. Much. When, when, I, perception when, when I'm, yeah, everything. teenagers I know who are like, I don't understand why my parents don't have as much. Black teenagers I know, and there's so and so, and I'm like, so and so and so and so has three generations of inheriting houses, and that is where the wealth of white America was passed around through real estate. We did not mm. become owners until we couldn't become owners as black people until very recently, and when, and, because well, of de facto. That's not all the way true. Because it, but, before no, because of de facto laws. Yeah. Yes, there were black landowners. But the point but, is that when we we did start to get wealth in before segregation happened and things like that. Right. There are entire neighborhoods and cities that were destroyed due to the Jim train. Crow and Ku Klux Klan and yes. violence yeah. so that those things wouldn't happen. And people like to just leave that like, oh, it was just isolated incidents. No, it was a specific campaign it's, it's to putting, keep but, and also that power out of that community. Into the government putting drugs in our neighborhood, therefore making those neighborhoods undesirable and da 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 da, da. So it's like a long history of things and it, back to this, which are we talking about? Um, this guy but the fact that I'm thrown off that uh, no no black court court photographer till 1994 that like hurts my heart you know well, and well, he's also it, saying that now now look at it white we're media still, again he said we're gets still, to tell the story yeah, he's of saying 21 years later we're still in the same predicament <laughs> and which is true and this is I thought this quote was really interesting that he said and then we'll move on to our last topic because I know we got to get out of here but he hey, like, said, up, I, I saw things that white reporters never will report on you could tell many witnesses were lying and trying to make up answers to help the prosecutors white Journalists will report that the witness was honest when everyone had just commented that they could tell the witness was lying. I, oh, I was like, man, that's wow. that alone right there. Uh, you know, right? And so that, that's why I'm saying I understand why they let him off. They had yeah. all this stuff, but you don't know if it was planted and or not, and so therefore you go free if there's yeah. right. you know Reasonable this is America. Doubt. That's like right. Like you said, it was a tampered case, so Reasonable it was, doubt. It, was it ended up the way it should have ended up. Well, he's in jail right. now. He's in jail now. now. <laughs> yes, yes. Carmen, being crazy as hell. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a different. Story. Well, and apparently it's. That his because of his picture with the Heisman Trophy was, yeah, that his landed picture, him in yeah, jail. That's again. what he's saying. Right. He this took guy. the picture of the Heisman <laughs> Trophy that landed him in jail. OJ yeah. is crazy. Yeah, so it's a lot of weird karma. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our last story of the week, which is about, uh, I find this one really intriguing and interesting as well. A woman in Houston by the name of Ethel Esther, she had, uh, had has a really bad hernia, hernia and wanted to have surgery to get it 
fixed. So she called her the, the doctor, and they told her that she needed two weeks. Um, it was going to be about two weeks to two months before she was able to get into the hospital. She caused a little bit of ruckus because she said she was in such pain, and she said that basically the doctor that she spoke with was pretty, you know, abrupt with her. Was this in Florida, and was it the uh, that boy, Mal- Maleficent? What was his name? No, this was in Houston. The little boy that posed as a doctor. No, 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 no I'm talking about. I tried to call it the joke, but I can't First remember. Of all, okay, I was like, wait, what? Gyno. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, that Sorry, was a different. Yeah, that was different. Um, so basically, she said, you know, she was trying to get her appointment in quicker than two months, and when they finally were able to get her in, she decided to tape record uh, the the surgery because she felt. But that how did she tape record it? She put it inside of her braid, which inside her braid weave. She put it in her weave. That's smart. She put it in her weave. I'm gonna put in her weave. Points for that. I'm going to give her two points for that. Um, she says she brought in a tape recorder for her scheduled appointment because she just didn't feel comfortable. And she felt like if something was happening, she wanted to, A, have evidence that it was taking place because she mm-hmm. didn't like the way she was treated from the surgeons. So Rachel Girl, is would... going to do a nice reenactment for me of what oh, actually happened. I thought happened. you wanted me to pull a tape recorder out oh, of my... Yes, <laughs> could you pull a tape recorder out <laughs> you of your, your curly locks? But we're going to do a quick um, reenactment of what happened in the surgery room right now. Okay, so... So this is between the surgeon and, quote-unquote, the other voice, because that's how it's listed. She's a handful. She had a, choice of, she had a choice of words in the clinic for us, but she wanted to book her surgery in two weeks. Really? <laughs> I'm going to call a lawyer <laughs> and file a complaint. That doesn't seem like the thing to say to a person who's about to do your surgery. Yeah. Oh, I say more. Um, did you, oh my God, did you see her belly button? She looks like precious. Ooh. Now, first of all, that's the end of the transcript, but I want to say that's not that bad. What they said uh, is not that bad considering she looks what like people precious. could, oh, well, that's bad. But if I'm he bad. says you look like precious, well, that doesn't okay, mean he's going to fuck up your surgery. No, but know. that's my point. It's like, if the worst you guys said about me is she had a big ass, yes. I'm like, I know. I mean, honestly, that's not bad. yeah, like bad. I, you really I, I think that bad. Right? Because, not, because when I read the article, I thought we were about to get like, oh, some hard. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Gonna yeah. be like, racially, if they were joking yes. about the surgery, like, whoops, like things like. Then I'd be like, oh yes. hell. Oh, I thought she's going to be called the N word or yeah. something. You know, I but, thought that's where. It was yeah, yeah, still yeah. remains like it still remains. The research shows that people of color are definitely underserved when it comes to the Absolutely. medical profession. There's a study that says nurses pain, think we can tolerate, tolerate more pain. Because we're, we're mythical Negroes with exactly. a super high pain what? tolerance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that, true study. That's, and, that's, and they do the same thing to children. It's not adults. Right. It's just all adults. black people. It's in black fact, people in general. If there's a white person and a black person with equal injuries, Dreams. broken arms, they're going to take the white person first because their empathy goes there. And they think that person can't handle the pain as much as somebody who's gone through hundreds of years of oppression in in your skin, I suppose. Well, they, I don't know. Listen, I, this goes back to slavery days when they used to say that slaves had an extra patch in the back of their ankle that that allowed them to have more muscle girl, mass to be able to do certain slavery. Two years ago, my friend, he, they didn't even re- remember to pat, sew him up after his search. Was he black? Yep. <laughs> I had to bring Damn. him back. I hope he sued. Oh. Well, that being said, though, I, what I took from that is, honey, if you feel like you got to put a camera in your braids before your surgery, I'm not going to that surgery. Go to somebody else. 
That's, that, yeah. was my, that was my and biggest thing. And I know thing. it's hard, like, in going to the medical, like, and we have this whole thing in our community, we don't always go to the doctor like we're supposed to and that kind of thing, and I don't know what her medical insurance situation was, but girl, if they, if they about to, when I, the one time I've had surgery and they had to put a label over them, which I had to cut into, I was nervous, <gasps> but I knew that my doctor was safe, and at least they were writing that shit down so they weren't going to fuck it up. And do yeah, I hear you, absolutely. Well, the, the scared, hospital, go somewhere else. Uh, the, the Harris Health Systems is over the hospital, and, and mm-hmm. they sent her a letter that said, we have used this opportunity to remind the staff and physicians to be mindful of their comments at all times. Be mindful, yes. ho. But I think but that's actually surgery. appropriate response yeah, because they didn't say, okay, other than she looks like precious, she probably was a heavy set yeah. woman. That's not a particularly and, nice thing to say, but it's probably accurate. Another okay. guy won $500,000 for something all, she, very similar to this. That's right. But here's and, my and thing, she'd when, be lucky to be as cute as Gabby. But here's my uh, thing. When you're in a professional, when you, are, when you are paying, which she would be paying her insurance or whatever it would be, to get this type of surgery, you should be able to be allowed a certain type of professionalism. So this is where I feel yeah, like she should be able to sue for something like this. I don't. I think that is a problem. If they had said some other <laughs> stuff, then I would be yeah. like, yes, sue. But I'm what? Unless on there's one. more to the transcript yeah. that we're not getting, this but based tame. on just this. Clogging up the legals, like we have enough. This they weren't society her, is really. too litigious as it is. I like, mean, to say you I should agree to, to, say, to say, look ridiculous. at her belly button. Uh, uh, look at John Stamos's belly. We button. all say like, like he's an attractive man, but have you seen no, his belly? No, but you button? guys are missing my point. My point is she's in, she right. is paying for surgery. I mean, I get she it. She is in a. Pro- it's not you walking down the street. I can say whatever. You can say whatever about me walking down the street. I am I am in the hospital to have a procedure, procedure. and I'm expecting cream of crop did. service. Did they not do the procedure my, correctly? Yes, did they do still, something incorrectly right. during the procedure that caused further problems? Like she's can, there for the surgery. But can I, you record people I honestly, and just use no, them? Well, I, well, well, I think they yeah, should just have cameras in the really? surgery rooms. You yeah. should probably have cameras in Agreed. those rooms anyway. I for, for sure. Like, there's cameras everywhere now. Everywhere. And so people should be able to request them. I should be able to look at my surgery on a camera if I want. And that would put I people want. on better behavior. Yeah. Because in the end, we all, like... Okay, I would I be work, pissed. I worked in retail. I sell a girl a dress. I think she looked fat in it, but she really wanted. And should I be sued because I told my other retail person like that girl did not need that dress? But, I people, but she wants right. it. She loves it. Give it to her. Right, right, right. Do I get to get? I didn't I mess mean, up right. the dress. Like, I didn't I, do anything I to it. She got what she paid for. I had a shopkeeper literally say to me, "I was like, do you have this in like a large?" And she was like, "No. Why don't you lose weight?" That happened in a store in Los Angeles. Am it's I going to sue the store? No, I'm just not going to ever shop there. Yes, again. exactly. It's rude, yeah. but it doesn't deserve a lawsuit. But here's my thing. I still say that shopping in a store with something like this versus getting surgery, right? I'm sedated. But again, but Daryl, I still feel like find a difference of those two. I agree. I'm sorry. But if you feel like you need to go. Un- you're gonna go under, and you have to put a camera, a secret. That's like relationship shit. I mean, I if you're gonna to date somebody, anyway. and you're yeah. gonna go around with a camera and spy, like you don't need yeah. to be in that situation. Yeah, you suing nice. somebody for their bedside manner yeah. because she already yeah. knew they were disrespectful that's and rude because they were disrespectful and rude to her when she asked for yeah, the surgery I mean, I, I, and to well, move yeah. it up. That's actually, I mean, if, if, really if, good I'm going, point. if I'm doing surgery, he I'm definitely not gonna go see this person. I'm gonna cancel my I know we got to wrap up. Can we give her a shout out? Oh, we're just giving a shout out to the one story that we had to skip. The Shark Tank girl, Miss McKay. 
Kayla Almar, who basically just signed a million dollar deal with Whole Foods. Actually, the number is floating around as different numbers. We're not exactly certain what it is. We heard 11, we heard one, and then I heard several million yeah. in another article. But she signed a deal with Whole Foods. She had won $60,000 on Shark Tank for her Be Sweet, where is it? Be Sweet Lemonade. Yep. And it's now going to be in 55 U.S. stores for Whole Foods. And she's 11 years old. It's her grandmother's recipe. She decided to do this recipe because she had gotten stung by a bee when she was younger. Love she did story. all this research about bees because she was so pissed off that she got <laughs> stung by a bee. Found out how important they were to the ecosystem. That's right. And so a portion of her profits yeah. go towards building the uh, ecosystem. So as soon, organic, as, soon right? as it's yes. out, try it because um, lemonade made with the honey yes. or maple syrup but honey in her case doesn't uh, jump your blood sugar up the way right. that sugar does. Yes. So she's and actually done a really she's good got thing. got flaxseed in her yeah. lemonade yeah, which I was like, really? Great. So grandma has a recipe. Oh, it's her great-grandmother's recipe. So check her out. Her name is Michaela Omar. I'm sure she'll be making more money than most of yes. us for the rest of her life. She's yes. going to Already, already is. Let's celebrate young kids who are doing, doing it. Doing things. This is what we're talking about. This is what it's all about. Thanks, Michaela. We all right. We're, we unfortunately have to leave today, but yes. hopefully you got a lot of good information from us out of all the topics. But where can everybody find everybody? Rachel? Uh, Twitter, at uh, Rachel True, and Instagram, True Rachel True. Jesse. Uh, everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And I'm everywhere at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please follow us. Please continue to give us comments. And also check me out on Walking Dead season finale if you're into that oh, on yeah, Sunday night. All right. Peace. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Daryl Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.